Hello, it's Stacey Holt from Real Estate Excellence. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast, focusing on how do you know who you're dealing with? Now, I'm going to throw a lot of questions at you from a risk management and some of its compliance perspective. When you're dealing with landlords, and a lot of the time it's via email, and a lot of situations there's more than one landlord. So the old beginning with the end in mind. Do you, with the management agreement contract, have a best practice um, document for them to complete when there's more than one party, which authorises either party to give instruction? Now, that's on maintenance or lease renewals, but it wouldn't be for change of banking details when there's more than one party. The reality is when there's more than one party on a title search, we commonly deal with only one of them. Under what authority are we doing that? So proceed with caution and really have a think about your procedures in relation to that. Members of Real Estate Excellence, we've got a best practice form for this. Uh, please uh, contact us and it's on member online. Now, in relation to dealing with people over the phone, when you think about your own private world, when you're dealing with insurers or banks or I guess any other business, think about what they do when you're on the phone. They take steps to identify you, either through a password, date of birth or other. What do we do? Now, I know commonly, given our business is focused on people and relationships, we know our landlord or tenant's voices. But that's not always the case, and it doesn't mean it's right. Under Australian privacy laws, plus general common law of confidentiality, ask yourself, how do we really know who we're dealing with? What steps are we taking to identify people before we give information over the phone? It's obviously quite a, a serious matter when it comes to privacy and or confidentiality. The same goes with emails from tenants or landlord lessor clients. If in doubt, don't. Make sure that you verify uh, by voice uh, or some other mechanism as to who you're really dealing with and who you're taking instruction from. Another key point is never, ever, ever change trust account details for any of your landlord clients unless you have assigned authority from them, not an email. You don't know who has sent that email. Again, members, we've got an authority for change of trust account details, which could be emailed to the client. They would have to sign it and then you'd marry the signatures up with the management agreement contract with all parties, all parties. So never change trust account details by an email or over the phone. It must be in writing and it must have a signature that marries up with the documents. So I hope I've given you some key thoughts of some main points, there are others, but when it comes to privacy, confidentiality, and how do you really know who you're dealing with? Think about other businesses that you deal with in your personal life and what steps they take to identify you. Why aren't we doing the same? This is Stacey Holt from Real Estate Excellence. Thank you for joining me. Bye for now.